Hello, welcome to my podcast. So, we are going to start with dispensation. How this new movement is going to begin. Uh, the sacraments in this movement. The feasts. Uh, and from there we'll continue because first of all we're going to start with the first order of dispensation. Because there will be the second and third order but we have to go uh, time how this church is going to begin um, by the way I also asked our lady a question about the mystical church if Satan is even aware of it but uh, I realized and he's, she said no he's not and I asked if if Satan will try and infiltrate this church like the one the way he infiltrated the Catholic Church and he's and she said well no Satan won't be able to do it to infiltrate this church not at all. So with all that is coming, um, the collapse of many things that are coming could be many institutions, so many people, um, there's so many collapse of things that people are so used to having. Uh, maybe it is a job, maybe it is a, a church that you were used to attending. <laughs> many churches have been closed down everywhere and sometimes people are like what's going on but for me i feel that if you the foundations that you have uh grown up in these foundations that were meant to like uh hold your faith very firmly in jesus christ and have come tumbling down uh from you know you were once part of the church you know most of us have once been a part of the church like myself uh, you know growing up a protestant or a bap you know it doesn't matter which church you've come from like a baptist uh, the catholic church whichever church you've grown up in and most times you felt inadequate you felt this is not enough for me this is this is not enough uh, you know what I've, I've gained from this church or what I have gotten in this church is not something that is helping me grow spiritually so you've had to come out of the church and you know remove yourself slowly and that's what I've done the the baptism so let's start with the first of all the, the first order is receiving these sacraments the 14 sacraments of the new uh, mystical church that these 14 sacraments are demined are divided into four sacramental you know um parts four sacrament parts and the first sacrament is the baptism of water through the spring of our lady through the spring of our lady like the one uh, when she came when she always came a lady produced springs out of nowhere springs just appeared and this baptism is not going to be just a normal baptism because once you're baptized with the spring of Our Lady, the spring that Our Lady brings, which I told you the sacred spring, uh, which has been revealed. I've been hearing a lot of water, but nobody knows where this water comes from. And actually, I used to hear when, um, when I was passing through another shrine that uh, we left a long time ago, that I've left since last year it's I used to hear a lot of water coming from that part those parts are 
the forest outside of the shrine that's what i mean and and i used to ask uh, other people who were hearing water a lot of water like a waterfall and they would tell me that they don't hear anything they just don't hear any kind of water coming from there so i was like wait am i the only one who's hearing this water that is so much water in this uh sacred place maybe outside this shrine and nobody else is hearing it and and then i heard a lady saying if all the requests that i gave would be accepted would be you know done in according accordance to the way i have um, asked for them to be dispensated uh the water would have the, the water that you're hearing would have come out from the shrine the shrine would have had the se a second spring and this spring would have been the most sacred waters of jesus and mary would be healing all kinds of diseases and it would not be like only for catholics it would be for everyone the whole world whoever wants to you know get healed in any way so that's what she told me but she since uh that time those people didn't care and they you know they just decided to like you know those kinds of things we don't know and as i've done these questions of of what was happening and what the how the catholic church see our lady you kind of see the attitude they have towards our lady the spring and i'm not as really asked about the spring but i can ask the spring you know with time i'll ask more about the springs and the springs that are appearing from all over the world i will do that i'll do ludes i'll do uh everywhere our lady of revelations i'll, I'll do all those places where our lady has appeared so um because I was first of all concentrating on Fatima, which was the biggest event of all, you know, the whole of the you know Roman Church existence. So, uh, the baptism of water through the the springs of Our Lady is of utmost importance here in this mystical church. It's not going to be just any water that you can be baptized by any water. Because I have me myself, I've been baptized, of course, with the water from the swimming pool. Can you imagine that? It's not very, very pure, but the springs that Our Lady bring forth from the ground are very pure, and she has blessed them. And so we we are baptized in the water. And immediately upon being baptized by this spring, the Holy Spirit descends upon the human being, okay? This is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you this is the first sac sacrament. The second sacrament is the baptism of the holy spirit because as you're baptized in this water the holy spirit comes down from heaven because of as jesus was being baptized with the baptism of john the holy spirit came down upon him and settled upon his head and he was he came out of the water with full of the holy spirit and the holy spirit led him into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil for 40 days and 40 nights so after this after the baptism of the holy spirit you will not have to wait like go receive i don't know seven sacraments before you receive the holy communion after receiving the baptism of the holy spirit immediately you receive the holy communion there is no time for you to you know even kids are going to go through this and they will not need to like wait until i don't know they're taught i don't know what kind of catechism this is i just don't know about this catholic catechism anymore it's just because jesus was telling me that these sacraments have to be 
So this sacrament being dispensed, um, you just don't have to wait. You know, the way you've been told that you have to do go through the whole catechism. I don't know how many, like three months, I don't know, six months, whatever months they have uh, for, you know. But it's simple as receiving God through the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Communion. It's like once you've received the Holy Spirit, you receive Jesus Christ, the body of Christ, through Holy Communion already. It's like you're receiving God again the second time or the third time. Because you've gone through the first sacrament. And then afterwards, after you've received these uh, sacraments, the first three sacraments, with the first part of the sacrament being given, there's the second sacrament, the part, the second part of the sacraments, which is the like the fruits of the Holy Spirit. You start receiving the sacrament of love. You're taught about love. This Galatians 5, how you receive that love. There are so many uh, scriptures uh, that teach about love. There's also joy. There's joy in the kingdom of heaven, right? When you're in, you're you're in, you know, in church, you won't be taught those kinds of things. You won't be taught that you have to be happy. You have to be. You'll be taught about so many things that sometimes you feel like your heart is just so heavy. Instead of the burdens being taken away from you, you just feel more burdened by what this the church is doing and the church is teaching things the way they do they, they do things the way they teach things it's so it's kind of boring you feel like there's no joy in your heart like you have to go through this process um because in in the protestant or these uh denominations in the Catholic church you have to like you're baptized and afterwards you have to go through the catechism you have to be confirmed uh, it's a confirmation of the confirmation into the church uh, and then now you can start receiving the holy spirit after you've gone through the whole catechism you know stuff it's a lot of i don't know mumble jumble that's you know, they're the small children who are willing to, they want to receive Jesus already. They want to receive Holy Communion. So, you know, instead of going through those kinds of things, and then they do the sprinkling of water. I'm sorry, but that won't happen anymore, guys. This baptism of the, do the spring of Our Lady is enough baptism for you to receive Jesus Christ, for you to receive the Holy Spirit in your life. The sacrament of love there's a sacrament of joy. There's a sacrament of peace. Okay? Peace that surpasses all understanding. Everyone who is part of the mystical church, who is a Christian, the part of the body of Christ, they receive this peace. The peace that surpasses all understanding. The peace of God rests within you. There are all these passages about peace. We'll be talking about them. Okay? Through the sacraments. Then there's patience. We are taught how to be patient in this, uh, in this uh, sacrament, how to be patient in church, how to be patient, how to be, you know, enduring everything with patience. Yeah, even if you're suffering, you're suffering, you know, with patience. You're doing everything in patience, and then this kindness. You're taught the sacrament. You there's this dispensation of kindness that is being given. You have to be kind. You have to be kind to everyone around you. In the church, in the in the new church, the new mystical church, there won't be faces that are gloomy all the time, and people who are just completely unkind to other people, 
around them when they are asked to be kind to those who don't have anything whether it's in the church or outside of the church because you have to be taught how to be kind is another sacrament which will come will be more um uh detailed we'll talk about that one and then we have the that uh, sacrament of goodness okay we have to be good to others okay then there's this uh, sacrament of self-control we have to be self-controlled if you don't have self-control it means you've not received the gift of the holy spirit and that means you have to start again from the beginning it's not going to be good because it, it means that that person who just does, is not practicing self-control is has not given his life fully to god because you can go through everything, you can go through all the sacraments, and and then at the in the end of it, it you realize this person is fifty fifty is in the kingdom of Satan and is in the kingdom of God, and he has to choose whether to be in the kingdom of heaven or to be in the kingdom of Satan. Then we have the that sacraments. Um, so, the that sacraments we have the sacrament of self sacrifice. You have to like sacrifice yourself. You have to like, well, how do I say this? How do I put this? You cannot be selfish with yourself. You have to like be selfless. You have, you know, when I mean like being self-sacrificing yourself, it's not like sacrificing yourself physically. <laughs> it's being self-sacrificial like Jesus Christ was. You have to give your whole self to the service of God. You have to accept to be used by God. This is like preparation for being used by God. Once you have that and once God, you know, in this uh, sacraments, it's kind of like you have to give yourself fully. You cannot retain some egoistic, you know, egois egoism inside of you. There has, there, you have to destroy the egoistic nature inside of you through the help of the holy spirit coming you know the holy spirit has settled upon you so the holy spirit is helping you get rid of that self you know egoism you know that kind of you know ambitiousness that you have that is not the ambition for god you know instead of being ambitious or self sacrificial in the kingdom of god sacrificing yourself whenever you're called to do something you do it then after that has been given inside of you, you receive this sacrament. This is a sacrament of charity. You're capable of going out there in to be charitable. You, you're able to give love to the poor, to the sick. You're able to give that service, whether you're working in a hospital, whether you'll be working in a school, whether you'll be working on the streets, uh, cleaning all that stuff whether you'll be wherever you're going to be sent in you know through this mystical order it will be like you have already gone through all these sacraments you know what i mean and you're already growing because you have to be nurtured these sacraments have to be nurtured okay the mystical order will be nurturing you jesus christ blessed mother they will be nurturing you how to give this love to the sick selfless love selfless joy selfless peace selfless patience kindness you will have to be a peculiar people but that will come to that 
and you will also be able this the, the other sacrament the, the part of the third sacrament is sharing with your neighbors you know also having love for your neighbors and if your neighbors come to you and say they don't have this they they, they don't even have uh something to shield them from the cold you will share with them share with the clothes maybe you have extra clothes in your houses that you you feel that there are people out there who don't have those clothes you should you know do that you know share these clothes with these people because it's not like you're being forced to do it you know like christians today uh, the way i've observed outside christians nowadays whether they come from whatever church they come from if they are asked to share, they rarely share with anyone because they do, they just don't have the it in them. They have not have they have not received this sacrament of sharing, the sacrament of self sacrifice, which is actually this the sacrament which helps them to give, because if they are just don't have it in them, they can't give, and they will call themselves Christians, but there's no Christianity that is being shown on the outside. Because there's no love, there's no peace, there's no joy in them. Most of the time you see these people are so gloomy, they're so dull, they're so... Sometimes you feel like when you're entering a church, you're like, what am I doing here? I should be at home. I'm better off there than here. That's how I've always felt when I was young, growing up as a Protestant. It was just, I started feeling bored. All the time I have to listen to what just one pastor is saying. I mean, in this in this uh, church, there will be doctors who are women and men, and all of them will be there to give, you know, to be able to help these people receive the sacraments, and also the people who are receiving the sacraments will be able to help the others who are receiving the sacraments. They'll be able to help their families, their children to understand the sacraments. So this is something like a community, okay? A church that is more based of a family, a family church, a church that is completely involving the whole of the community that is family oriented. Okay, it's not just about all oh, this pastor you're gonna listen to all day for a whole three, four hours, and by the time you're coming out of that sermon or whatever it is that he's talking about. You're already bored and you want to go to the next event or you want actually you've heard there's an event coming up, maybe a wedding and you're like, I'd rather go to the wedding than sit here and listen to what this pastor has to say or listen to what these people have to say or these, these contributions, there's a fundraising that has to be, you know, the church uh, is kind of creating, they want to contribute. It's all about money, money, money. These Nothing else that these churches are giving apart from their endless, countless, useless projects that actually take them nowhere. Because sometimes you're like, what are they doing? And, and you won't even hear these churches being involved with the world. Or maybe there's a, a world international day. They're not praying there. I mean, very few people will perhaps be involved with such things that are national oriented or praying for the world praying for this nation praying for that nation it's not just about a particular church it's about the church being involved with the work of god and not just uh 
on one person or on one nation, but all over the world, you know, everywhere. Yeah? There are so many places that need charity. We need to pray for people who are causing trouble in our lives. We need a, a day where, you know, there's this unity of the church. The church needs unity. So here, the fourth sacrament, we have the sacrament of hope. Yes, we need to have hope. The sacrament of thanksgiving. And all this combined help us to grow in this faith. Because sometimes we think that faith is just about the particular church you go to. <laughs> Guys, I, I think people are just not understanding that faith comprises of all these sacraments it's a it comprises of everything that god has himself has showed us to show to others and he himself has come here and showed us this person has faith as in i mean we already are people of faith we should be okay it's not a matter of having faith it's a matter of walking in the faith <laughs> so what I'm talking about is we, people already believe let's say you believe in what is Jesus has done in the past okay but you're supposed to be walking in the faith or in, in, in what Jesus has been doing and showing to us as Christians or let's say as the mystical body of Christ we're supposed to be walking in the faith not speaking faith or forcing people to believe oh you need to believe you can, it's impossible to force someone to believe you cannot force a human being to believe in something that this person just that does not believe they have not passed through the sacraments of these kinds of things like having love joy peace or the baptism of the holy spirit and and the charity sharing and in all the goodness and everything the gifts, okay, we'll come to the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which will be the second order, this, the third order, as I told you, of dispensation. This is how we are supposed to be taught. And, you know, sometimes it's like, why are we just leaving scripture to be just based on a Bible? Or, or whatever it is, the church Yes, the church may be best on the Bible, but are they walking, walking in accordance to what the scripture has been saying this whole time? Are they walking in the way Jesus called us to walk? Has, has the church been walking in the ways of Christ, the ways of God? That's what you should be asking ourselves, because otherwise, why would you know God be so angry with the Israelites because He was like. Walk this way, and they were not walking. They were walking this the, the the opposite direction. You cannot. We cannot force a nation to walk in the ways of God. We cannot force people who actually don't believe in Christ or have not even been taught in the sacraments to walk in that way. It, it's just like the Catholic Church. Yes, they want to convert the world, but if they're not even listening to the Blessed Mother themselves, their own mother. They're not listening to Jesus Christ. How is it that they're going to force the world to walk in the walk that they're walking? It's impossible, right? We just have to have this kind of mindset that 
maybe they have they have their own sacraments and their the teachings that they have given to their people their own kind of faith then we must also ask ourselves why are people always telling you know the catholic church okay why you're worshiping idols you're worshiping images so let me continue uh, with the other one which is following the sacrament of hope the thanksgiving one stay tuned God bless.